Do you realize what you just said? Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ, to that gospel. This is one of the tougher ones to preach on. Any volunteers to preach on this one this morning? No takers? Okay. It's a tough one. It's a challenge. The whole scriptures are. The man was uh, visiting a big shipyard. He was looking at yachts. And finally, the, uh, uh, um, one of the men came out to say, uh, are you looking for a yacht? And he said, yes, I am. And the customer said, there are no price tags on these yachts. And the dealer said, you know, if you need to know the price, you certainly can't afford one of these. If we, there's no price tag on being a Christian either. The challenges of that happen in the scriptures today. No one in the Old Testament got in line to be a prophet because they were usually put to death or run out of town or with Ezekiel or Jeremiah today. He preached the word of God, the people didn't like it, so they put him in the cistern. Happily, uh, the Cushite, the black foreigner, got him out. God took care of him. But it wasn't easy to be a prophet, not at all. By the time Luke wrote his gospel, uh, 20 years after the Lord's death, 20, 30 years after our Lord's death, there was already division in the community and they remembered these words of the Lord because uh, Jews who had joined uh, the Christian faith were not going to the synagogue or couldn't go to the synagogue anymore on Saturday, the Sabbath. They worshiped together on Sunday, the day of the resurrection, the Eucharist. So there were divisions in families. Some of our family became Christians, some of us stayed Jewish. Wow, that's a challenge. And with the Romans or the pagans, you know, some of them became Christians. So they couldn't go and offer incense to the pagan gods anymore in Rome because they were Christians. So the divisions in those families, that's some of what Jesus is talking about. And unfortunately, the divisions in our families today, in our parishes, in our world, over lots of things, religion, politics certainly, science, even sports, people fight about that. Why? You know, what's most important? Um, in our lives. Uh, it's a challenge. The word religion means to bring together. So hopefully our faith brings us together to celebrate the presence of the Lord. Not divisive, but together. Um, unfortunately, I said there's lots of divisions um, but coming together. Do we let our beliefs divide us as a family? Or our politics? or what we think about science, or the world order, or do we let it bring us together? We can do, be, uh, have different opinions, we can still be civil and love each other and talk to each other. What if nobody sent mean emails or texts? What if we only sent encouraging texts and emails? What if we only said encouraging words to each other at the workplace, in school, or on the bus? or in the family, or in the neighborhood. It's a challenge. Let's become together. In World War II, uh, obviously the Red Cross was in need of a lot of blood. And the Jews were very good at giving blood. So the Red Cross would let the people know who received the blood, who gave it. And some of the Nazis would not take blood from the Jews. They would choose to die first. Isn't that crazy? 
All of our blood is the same color. No matter what color our skin, our language, our family of origin, our political views, our blood is all the same color. Isn't that interesting? I think that's a, a lesson for all of us. Jesus spoke of a baptism. He was baptized by John, but the baptism he's speaking about here is his death. The Lord will take him through his death and resurrection to eternal life. When water was poured on us, we all became sons and daughters of the Lord. We're all part of God's family. We have one Father. That's why we say at the Lord's Prayer, Our Father. We have one Father. We're all part of one family. The whole human race. Let's pray to live that. And we receive, like we sang in that opening song, we become who we are when we receive the Eucharist. We're baptized, many of us are confirmed, and when we receive communion, we become better daughters and sons of the Lord. Hopefully, we can live that. We're called by virtue of our baptism, confirmation, Eucharist, to choose to love, to forgive, to be civil, to be kind, to care for the children, the elderly, the sick, the poor, those in need. We're called to witness to Christ. You know, after the priest or the deacon baptizes us, we're anointed on the forehead with chrism. You have the big uh, ambry there with the, uh, the oils. We're anointed with chrism as a priest, a prophet, and a king. A priest to offer worship. So what we're doing here is offering worship to the Father. It's the highest form of worship we can give as Christians to offer the Eucharist. This wonderful music and these scriptures and the Holy Spirit. We're also anointed as a prophet to live our faith. Now, I uh, don't expect any of us to stand on the street corner and say, repent, Jesus is coming soon. That wouldn't go over very well for most people. But we're called to be a witness to our faith. I think of one of my nieces a few years ago, when she went to college, she was going to Mass on Sunday, and some of the other girl, girls in the dorm Mass said, what are you doing, Olivia? She said, I'm going to church, why don't you come with me? So some of them started to come to church with her. She was a witness to Christ. A grandmother said years ago, I don't know why I go to church, my grandchildren don't go to church. I said, Grandma, that's why you go to church, to be a good example to your grandchildren, to witness to our faith. Not everybody believes the same way that we do, but we're called to live our faith. That's what the scriptures, our baptism, call us to do, to live peacefully with each other in our hearts, in our homes, in our parishes, in our schools, in our world. You know, Christians around the world hear these same scriptures this weekend. We sing a lot of the same songs. We're called, we receive the same body and blood of Christ. We have the same blood flows in our veins. God is our Father. We're called to love each other, to forgive because Jesus has forgiven us first. And when you find life difficult as a Christian to following the Lord, like Jeremiah did, or like Jesus did, to meditate on the crucifix. And we all have crosses in our lives. Some big ones, some heavy ones, some light ones. Uh, Everybody are different. And the reason we misjudge each other is because we don't know what other people's crosses are most of the time. So when we have heavy crosses or light crosses, to meditate on the crucifix. That helps me a great deal. In the Eucharist, as we sang in that song, we become who we are, the sons and daughters of the Lord. 
And the Lord is always with us. Even if we have different opinions about things, the Lord is with us and we can be civil, we can be kind, we can be loving, we can be forgiving. We have to focus on the Lord. Some of us who are older remember the uh, hippies from the 60s and 70s, Haight-Ashbury in California. Those communes did not work because they were running away from something. They were against a lot of things. The only thing that works is when we focus on Christ and Christ to be the center of our lives. I brought this picture today. It was the scriptures, was the scriptures a week or so ago on the weekday. All of us know the story. But Jesus walking on the water in the storm and Peter said, Lord, if it's you, let me come to you. Lord said, come. So Peter was able to walk on the water only when he focused on the Lord. But when he thought about the wind and the waves and his feet, he sank. You ever say that expression, I'm having this sinking feeling? <laughs> that comes from this. So when you and I have this sinking feeling, to reach out our hand, to focus, to look on the Lord. I try to do that with the challenges of life, and we all have them in our families, our life, to try to do that. Some of you remember um, uh, City Slickers. I thought it was a great movie. Billy Crystal was having a midlife crisis, and he and some other friends uh, joined a, a rancher. They drove cattle from Texas to Colorado. And they ran into all kinds of storms and floods and cattle dispersing and um, calving and all kinds of challenges. But the old cowboy seemed to know what to do in every situation. So one day when Billy Crystal was riding along with the old cowboy, he said to the old cowboy, what's the most important life? The old cowboy said, one thing, she knows, <laughs> one thing. Billy said, what is that? He said, you got to figure it out. One thing is important, Christ. The rest all fits in place.